I have found the bane of my existence. Give him the stink eye. <laughs> You're eating a fucking horse. Welcome to the Padded Room Podcast. My name is Darian. I am back for another week of goddamn horror-filled shenanigans and nonsense and anything else you can think of. I'm not alone, though. Not this week, you motherfuckers. Here comes Miss Monica. I'm here. She made it. Fresh off of what? What, what are you, surgery? Uh, colonoscopy? <laughs> what? What's going on with you, babe? <laughs> No, nothing yet. Nothing yet. No, though. So the last, so last Tuesday, I had an EMG done. An EMG. <clears throat> yes. What's an EMG exactly. So that is where I know it's going to sound terrible. So that's where they take um, needles okay. and they stick it into your nerves. Oh, okay. And then they turn on the um, the electro. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, and no. so they el- electrocute oh. your nerve do to, to see if it's working or not. I'll tell you. I'll tell you if it's working or not. Can you feel this? No? Okay, that one's bad. That's a bad she, one. She was really good because I worked oh. myself up like all day. I was Dude. like stressed out. Fucking A. I, I'm right. stressed out just listening to it. But it didn't hurt at all. Okay. So like when you when she put the right side needles in and she turned it up. Ugh. So a, a good nerve sounds like this. It just, the machine goes. Okay. Okay. But, That's a good one. but when a bad nerve is hit, it uh-huh. sounds like popcorn. It's going okay. all over the place. Okay. So the left side is shot. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. No. So. When I go to the doctor and they're like, Hey man, we're just going to sh- stab you with this and hook it up the jumper cables. No. No, 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 no. Uh, what do you, you, I, I'll walk with a limp. The I'll o- walk with a limp, Monica. The, I know. That's how I feel. The only part that like was a little, uh, you felt a little pressure was when she sticks the needle in and she turns on the machine. Yeah. And then she'll tell you, okay, like push back on your muscle. Yeah. And then it tightens up, and then you feel the needle. You're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and then she's like, okay, lay down on this table. I'm going to raise you up to the ceiling during the lightning storm. And then you're, the electrodes in your neck. And then you look down, and she's like, it's alive! Fuck you. No. Well, I, re- I kept thinking, you know, this whole time in my head, I was like, oh, it's my hip. It's my hip went out. But it's not my hip. It's really the sciatic nerve. The, the whole time it's been the sciatic nerve. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. So that's been vexing you for like a year. Yeah. Give or take. So I'm just limping, but that's okay because uh, I can still do everything. And you're not hurting. And to be honest with yeah. you, the limp isn't even noticeable. 
Yeah, it's not noticeable till I try to walk faster. Okay. And that's fine. I don't care. I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I prefer that you don't lip around me because <laughs> it's kind of off-putting to me personally. But, I mean, you know, I'm willing to look in the other direction when you're around. And, and, you know, the funny thing is, is, like, I don't really care about young people because they don't know anything. By young people, she means me. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, young people who don't know about, like, medical stuff. But, like, when an older person says, oh, you're limping, and all you have to say is, it's the sciatic. They go, oh, I uh, know. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> motherfucker. Monica! Yeah. I love you. I want you to know that. I know you're in pain. I'm not in pain, though. I know you're miserable. You're miserable. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you what is the true misery of life. What? I found it, or more to the point, I haven't found it, but I know what it is. Can I I enlighten you? Yeah, tell me. It's called a missing television remote. (laughs) Fuck. Let me explain to you. How this has affected me, my sanity, and my well-being, my quality of life, Monica, okay? Uh, picture this. Mm-hmm. Picture this. You've got yourself about an hour to kill before you have to go do whatever you got to do. And you're thinking, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch up on an episode of The Walking Dead, <laughs> American Horror Story, whatever, whatever uh, Taboo, whatever you want to want, whatever, whatever your deal is. Yeah. So you, you sit down, you get yourself comfy, you got a bag of chips, mm-hmm. maybe a cold brew, maybe a soda, whatever, a glass of water, I don't care. Uh-huh. You reach for the remote, it's not there. Right. And you're thinking to yourself, <laughs> okay, all right, the remote's not where it's supposed to be. Where can I find the remote? Well, there's about six or eight different places where it could be. No problem. Let me just get up and check those six or eight places. Uh, now, 12 minutes have gone by. Okay, you've passed. You're now past the burden of The Walking Dead. You've now passed the threshold of American Horror Story or Taboo because you had an hour. Now you're down to like 48 minutes. Well, you can't watch any of those fucking shows because you're going to miss the ending uh-huh. of that particular episode. So why fucking bother? It's just going to piss you off. Okay, but more to the point, you can't find the fucking remote, Monica. Right. Now you're flipping up couch cushions. You're uh, looking under, like, weird bric-a-brac and mantelpiece things, and it's still nowhere to be seen. Right. Nothing pisses me off more. Let me explain this, okay? I, You can sympathize. I know you can. Uh, well, I will. A simple task <laughs> that is supposed to take three minutes mm-hmm. turns into a 25-minute thing because something isn't where it's supposed to be. Right. Happens to me probably three times a week. Drives me fucking insane all the time Uh i'm gonna go check the mail okay i need a key for the mailbox Uh where's the key oh shit it was in my hand a minute ago and then i came in here to look for my fucking car where did i put it i don't fucking know now i now i gotta spend the next 20 minutes i could have already been to the mailbox had the mail come back to my house and now i'm still fucking around looking for, for the mailbox key right I, I can't hang, man. The, and I still have yet to find the TV remote. Oh, I, I don't know. know where it is. I don't know where the fucking thing is. Yeah. Where is it? I don't know. I I, I know you don't know. You don't live here. But the fuck, what? I, I can relate because my mom, we bought her a brand new like 60 inch TV so yeah. she could see it. Perfect. And then for some reason, somehow, because she can't see, she changes the source button. Oh, no. 
on her uh, Spectrum remote. Oh, no. I asked her, where's the remote to the TV? Well, I don't know. You guys threw it away. Nobody threw Why would away. I throw the Nobody remote? Nobody threw anything right? away, Mom. So she has no remote for the TV. Oh, no. And, and at least twice a week, she'll call me and say, the TV's not working. <laughs> what do you mean the TV's not working? I don't know. It's not working. Oh. I go over there. The source has changed. Luckily, luckily, knock on wood, this TV has the the buttons yes. on the back. Yes. So I constantly have to turn the TV over, change the source really fast. Yeah, yeah. Put it back for her. And yep. she's like, fuck, is that all it took? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I discovered is that if you hit the power button, mm-hmm. it'll bring up the menu before mm-hmm. it actually turns off. <laughs> So if you can finger blast the power button, I mean you got to put some effort. You got to you got to basically bring the TV to climax yes. to get to where you want to be. But you got to be on your A game because if you fuck up, you're going to end up on HDMI seven. Yeah, and then you're in no man's land. You're not coming back from HDMI seven, dude. Oh yeah. All right, motherfuckers, we got a real mm-hmm. horror story to talk about yeah. here. A real horror show. We got horror news, we got listener mail, we got the whole goddamn thing. Let's start it off, Monica, Mm -hmm. with a little horror news. What do you say? Okay. (laughs) Horror news. All right, kiddo, what do you got? Okay, I don't know if you have any of this. I bet I do. <laughs> Face Off, part two. Ah, I saw it. I read it. <laughs> yes. Ah, that is one of my guilty pleasure movies. I love Face Off. Yes. I love them. I, I love Nick. That is Nicolas Cage at peak Nicolas Cage, if you ask me. Yes. He is doing his, I'm going to take his face off to Face Off. You know I, I mean? They haven't announced who's going to star in this yet. You gotta, you gotta, but he, I think he's going to be on board. I feel like you need them both. Man. You do need them both. You could even bring back uh, what's her name, Dominic Dominique Swain, I think, the daughter. Oh, okay. She she ain't doing shit today. Neither is the mom, but I hated the mom. Me too. She. I looked, hate that. She looked bitch. like she was about sixty. <laughs> right. I don't know. You but, watch that and you're like, what the fuck? But yeah, doing? he said that that this is not going to be a reboot. Definitely, don't do that. No, it's going to be a part two. Oh, what was his name? Uh, Pac- um, Pastor Paxton. Um, the the two brothers, the bad guys, uh, Nicholas Cage and his brother Pollux. I don't remember. Oh, they had weird Caster Caster and Pollux, right? I'm not sure. I don't know either. It's been so long. I know. That's a great show, though. But it'll be I exciting. Love it. I love that. Um, we also have a new movie coming out with uh, Christian Bale, finally. Ooh, been a while. Yeah, Pale Blue Eye. Okay. Yeah, this is a, I believe this is the Edgar Allan. Edgar Allan Poe? Yes. Pale Blue Eye. Yes. Oh, an adaptation of Old Evil Eye. Yes. I like that. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I'm like, finally, this dude's going to make a fucking movie. Um, <laughs> they haven't announced when it's going to start shooting though. Okay. And then I did read this, but I think you might've said something already. Mm. Evil dead. What about it? New Zealand. High rise building. Yes. Yes. Uh, I believe it's called evil dead rise. Mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell attached 
Now that doesn't mean he's gonna, he said he's going to be a producer, right? That yeah. I was going to say it doesn't mean necessarily he's reprising his role. No, but he is going to be involved in some capacity. Well, the story I read said that he's finally retired from it. That, but, but yes, but <laughs> he has no problem voicing the character for various <laughs> video games or animated whatever. The but fuck. I think he just he feels like he's he's old now and you can't keep going back to the movie being like 70 years old. Motherfucker, do you want a paycheck or not? <laughs> That's what it boils down to. And then we have Silent Night Deadly Night. Did you see that? I did. How do you feel about this, kiddo? Um, so what I have is that Orwo or O-R-W-O Studios is in the works for a reboot of mm-hmm. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Now, a couple of things, a couple of thoughts that I had on the topic. Um, number one, Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Mm-hmm. Batshit crazy. Garbage mm-hmm. day! Mm-hmm. All that nonsense. After that, the franchise has zero continuity at all whatsoever. Garbage. And to include, there was a, uh, if you'll recall, I believe a 2007 remake slash reboot oh yeah a a guy with a flamethrower i didn't even watch that i was like forget it i saw it it was Mm -hmm. bananas yeah it it had nothing to do really with anything but it Mm -hmm. had malcolm mcdowell in it as a nutsack sheriff um i don't i don't think i mean really there's no place to go but up for this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because i mean the first one Kind of, kind of okay. Second one, bananas. After that, just pretty much garbage down the yes. road. To include the reboot, so really, I think there's a lot of room for improvement. So I feel like we could do something here. I just worry about with today's generation, it's going to be a PG thirteen. Well, I mean, that's possible. That's what that's, I'm afraid of. That's a definite possibility. <laughs> um, I don't really care to be uh, honest with you. Uh. I hate Santa Claus anyway. What's the problem with Santa Claus? I just don't like Santa Claus. Do you know him personally? Did you? What, did he (laughs) cut you off in traffic or what? I don't like that fucking guy. Drives like an ass. I actually have a picture of when I was like eight years old or ten years old with Santa Claus. That's exactly how I'm looking at him. I'm sitting in his lap and I'm like (gasps) pulling away. (gasps) So I am not a Santa Claus fan. I get that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that's the only thing i'm scared of okay all right yeah. i get it and then lastly we have a new sci-fi movie coming on april 9th called voyagers okay. starring colin farrell and uh rose depp okay have you seen the trailers i have not i have seen the trailers what do you think i uh voyager Yes, they go out to space. Is but this a movie? Or? Yes, it's going to be a. It's it is a movie. Where's it going? Do you know? I almost feel like mm, event horizon. Sci-fi, no, I mean if you what, what do you know what streaming? Oh service? no, it just says release date was four okay. nine. Okay, yeah. So if it goes straight to sci-fi, I'm I, already done. I didn't see anything attached to sci-fi. Okay, well, but. All right. I did get a little Event Horizon feel. I like that. So I'm all, mm, I like it. Okay. Right. okay. Okay. Well, Colin Farrell kind of does good. I'm not mad good, at Colin Farrell. I like does, Colin Farrell. Good, does move. Good movies. He does. So, Traditionally. 
we're hoping it'll be good. But yeah, four nine, so it's close by. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah, and that's all I got. Oh, dude, there are uh, teasers out for mm-hmm. American Horror <gasps> Stories. Oh. Now, I watched a teaser. Uh-huh. Uh, it debuted during the Golden Globes, which uh-huh. I did not watch because, let's be honest, who gives a shit about the Golden Globes? Right. Um, basically, all I saw in the teaser, and it was quick, man. It was like mm-hmm. nine seconds long, was an amalgamation of different intros from the various American horror stories gone by. Mm-hmm. That doesn't tell me a fucking thing, right? <laughs> but, I mean, to be honest with you, this is supposed to be an episodic... Uh, anthology so each episode is going to be as its own horror story okay so um i mean i'm gonna check it when we're i'm, I'm an american horror story fanboy uh-huh i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna see what's going on at the very least i didn't click on it because i was like no i don't want to know anything yet it doesn't show anything okay. there's like uh uh 20 seconds of uh the coven intro and mm. well, i mean not 20 seconds like two seconds of the coven intro two seconds of the hotel intro uh, some of the, well, there was no Roanoke intro, but it's just it's just you know, hmm. and you'll recognize the images being shown because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's from Coven, and that's from Hotel, and that's from Cult, and okay, good. It doesn't really. Show I'm glad anything. they didn't show anything. I then. am interested. I'm I'm mildly. Uh, I'm going to check it out one way. What's or the, other. the release date on that? None yet. None yet. Damn. Coming up though. Whatever. Okay. It is. Uh, Spike Lee. You know oh, the name? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan, to be honest with you. I'm not either. He is going to direct The Realm of Cthulhu for Netflix. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't think of a single Spike Lee movie that I've actually... Gee, I wonder who the cast is going to be. I don't know, but I... <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along before we get canceled. <laughs> To me, this feels like a ripoff of um, um, what is that? Uh, Love, 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 Lovecraft Country. I um, feel like he's trying to cash in on that a little bit, huh? Because that is actually a really good show, Pri- primarily black uh, African American cast. It's a very African American oriented show, but it gets into Lovecraft land. That's a great show, huh? Okay, and it's definitely worth a watch. I feel like he might be uh, trying to cash a paycheck. Where can you find that one at? That is on HBO Max. Oh, okay. But I'm sure it's <clears throat> yeah, I could look it out in the swashbuckling huh. arenas. Uh, co-op survival shooter Aliens Fire Team is coming to PC and consoles this summer. Oh, now nice. we've had Aliens video games before, mm-hmm. and with the exception of Alien Isolation, they've all pretty much sucked. Hmm. Uh, so I have, I have. Mediocre hopes for this one. I feel it's a first-person shooter. Oh, okay. And really, that's what—that's all I ever wanted to do in an alien video game. Yeah. Just load up one of those Colonial Marine smart guns uh-huh. and just blast the fuck out of oncoming mobs of xenomorphs. I when you said this described it, I almost feel like Doom. It, it pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. it Pretty much. But I guess you get like a team of your cronies together, and then you oh. go into the Space Hulk or the you know the the rotted out hallways. Where you find the, the people impregnated on the walls, and then the face huggers, and then you got to shoot the crap out of everything. Wow. That's what I'm into. That's that what I'm into. Sounds exciting. Hey, you want to know what I'm not into? What? Uh, a Serbian film. 
I mean, I've seen it. You've yeah. seen it. Yeah. You know what I don't need? What? A Serbian film action figures, Monica. Why? Why? Who needs this? This wasn't... I personally don't even <laughs> think this was a good movie. So to have action figures of these people, why? Well, only one. Okay. Only one of the people. What, it's, the it, guy? Of course, Milos. Milos from a Serbian film oh, is getting his own God. action figure from Unearthed Toys. Mm. Now, I have an idea. <laughs> I just pictured one in my head. Uh, well, I, you can do the math. It's okay. going to be the, the mulleted guy, probably shirtless with that you know that look on his face <laughs> as he's banging his kid. Yeah. With the horse tranquilizers running through him or whatever it was. Uh, I would like to buy this action figure. Okay? Uh-huh. I would like to set it up mysteriously around my office and work environment Uh and just see if anybody i mean obviously nobody's gonna know what the fuck a uh serbian film is in my office anyway uh but just to see people's reaction hey what's what's that guy that's milos and they're gonna be like what (laughs) oh yeah that's mine sorry i just left him there i'm gonna put him back and then next day put him in the ladies room (laughs) The minute you said that, I pictured him uh, in that position with, like, uh, Skipper Barbie. Sure. Yeah. That's the other thing. You You make a – launch a a photography career with this little guy. Have him uh, mounting the dogs. Or a little uh, pig statue. Sure. Yeah, get some stuffed animals. Yeah, there you you go. He's going to bang whatever you put in front of him. Or the dude, the the bad elf. Oh, yeah. Elf (laughs) on a shelf. He'll face fuck them. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. Oh, that's disgusting. (laughs) All right, you goddamn pervert. (laughs) You ready for some uh, listener mail? Yep. All right. Here comes a little listener mail for your face. Listener mail. Boom, 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 boom. Listener mail. Uh, let's start it off all the way up in Tokyo, Japan, Miss Monica. Tokyo. Tokyo, Japan, with our main man, Lonely Bob, in the house. Kevin coming in. Subject line, uh, it's just an emoji of a tomato, I believe. Hey, Darian, as you were speaking of killer tomatoes in this week's episode, have you reviewed Attack of the Killer Tomatoes yet on the padded room? Actually, for the Terradome, can I add the killer tomatoes to the lineup? If not possible, then how about the critter? Hope your arm heals up soon. Kevin, Lonely Bob. Um, we're only doing a singles competition, Kevin, but I will give you a single tomato if you really want one. Hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, though, my friend, I don't see a tomato going up against uh, the Predator <laughs> or Dracula <laughs> or uh, Angela or Jason Voorhees or really even Rusty Nail, I, f- I feel like, could handle a tomato. Mm. But so, <laughs> I don't know, man. I picked the perfect guy that okay. cannot lose. I no, I think I have the inside track on this oh, year. Okay, I think I, I think I've I've been watching the trends of the Terra Dome, and I uh-huh. think I know. But this person hasn't has been, been in the Terra Dome. Yes. Oh, and a, I know it's going to win. Okay, coming in with a dark horse. No pun intended, or I don't know. Uh, Monica, here comes uh, Lonely Bob again. Subject line: Educating. Hey, Darian, for educating Miss Monica, are you the main character from Contracted? 
Yes, I am, Kevin. You nailed me. God damn it. There goes that. If he nailed you, he just got contracted, too. You just got contracted there, Kevin. I hope your uh, eyeballs fall out and <laughs> your fingernails and uh, you don't make it into college because you're too busy trying to figure out why you're yeah. falling apart. Uh, very cool, Kevin. Thank you for writing in. Yep, you got me on that one, <clears throat> you son of a bitch. Monica, are you ready? For a brand spanking new listener. Everybody say hello to Cooper. Hello, Cooper. Cooper coming in from Indiana. Subject line, there's somebody in here, Cooper. (laughs) Cooper's an old Marine Corps friend of mine. Okay, first off, how the fuck do I get a double 2XL shirt from you? And what do I need to contribute to the show? I love this podcast and wish we had this kind of thing back in our Marine days. Very cool, Coop. Uh, we did not, and we probably should have, but it wouldn't have mattered because we wouldn't have time to do this when we were in the Marine Corps. But thanks for writing in anyway. I will send you a 2XL shirt uh, whenever I get around to it. And I have to say, Cooper tires rock. It's funny that because he works at a collision repair center. <laughs> So there you have it. I used to have Cooper tires on my other pickup. I think I we them. are witnessing love at first sight, Monica. <laughs> I'm going to put you together with I'm Cooper. I'm such a car girl. And he's a car guy. <laughs> You're married. Stop it. <laughs> Let's get back to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Cowboy. Subject line, deacon or houseplants? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> evening padded room hope monica had a successful surgery and having a smooth recovery and that buddy's work trip is going well monica you have not had surgery yet no what? the consultation is on the 6th of april is, yes okay uh, and i'm trying to prolong it as far as i can you're doing fine yeah i'm doing you're fine working around. if he tells me that if i my question is going to be if i don't do surgery and my leg doesn't turn black are we good <laughs> Then I'm out of here. Uh, exactly. Case closed. I'll see you next year. If it does turn black, I'll call you because yeah. that's pretty nasty. Yeah. Uh, the question is, Darian, did Deacon join you or are you talking to the houseplants again? Either way, I still enjoy the solo shows and you'll have to try much harder to offend me. Well, I'm working on that there, cowboy. <laughs> a bit of news. Jeepers Creepers Reborn sells to screen media, gets a 2021 release. I saw that. I saw that too, and I thought f- it was just bullshit. How do you feel about another Jeepers Creepers movie? This one, I feel like I thought from what I read is not going to be Victor Salva attached. Oh, I feel like that's the main stigma that follows the Creeper around is that Victor Salva and his pedophilia in all things considered, <sighs> which is bad. I don't disagree, but. I still enjoy the, the, the movie. Well, the first movie. second movie wasn't too bad. Third the third one, one was oh, garbage. Yuck. I liked one and two. Yeah. Uh, you know what? People don't care what Michael Jackson did. They still love him. People don't Whether care what, if he did it or not. People don't care about Roman Polanski. I don't know. And I don't really care what Roman Polanski did because in Europe, it's okay to sleep with 14-year-olds. Boom. Whatever. But I still like Jeepers Creepers. More to the point, may I add this? Victor Salva, <laughs> pedophile. Agreed. Yes. Full on. Uh, caught red-handed. Got uh, apprehended. Sentenced. Did his time. Came out. And then made Jeepers Creepers. 
Now, I'm not condoning his actions, but of no. all the pedophiles that we just, or possible pedophiles that we just mentioned, he is the only one that did the, t- the time to match the crime. Granted, it was only three years, and <laughs> it probably should have been a lot I longer. can't help it. I like the first movie. I like the first one, too. I don't care who would direct it. You I, know, I don't care. Okay, but, okay. <sighs> Before we move on, let me, add, let me just put this in, in, in yes. context. Now, uh, we, we did Clown House. Yes. Which is the offensive, the offending Yeah, film. and that wasn't even that good. It wasn't, but watching yeah. it after you know what, yes. what's going, it makes it even weirder. Yes. And I feel this, I kind of feel the same way about Jeepers Creepers. Because having, at no, knowing what we know about Victor Salva, we get those long, drawn-out <sighs> shots of Justin Long's belly button. I Ooh. know, but you know what? I Ooh. didn't know that about him when I watched the but you first. Do, the first time, but you do now. I know. And that's the thing, kiddo. That's the thing right there. All right. We'll leave that up to artistic interpretation, I suppose. Uh, Article Link, I'm rather keen on this without getting into the issues of the original director. I've always liked The Creeper as a monster and enjoyed the lore about it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this reboot brings it back and has a good script to go with it. Uh, On last week's topic about Grown Wednesday Adams show and Christina Ricci, that's definitely a show I look forward to checking out and in total agreement that it would be awesome with a R or an MA rating. I did attach the picture of Tom Hardy mentioned. Enjoy. (laughs) Ha ha. I have to agree with changing man bun to twat not. (laughs) It's a much more fitting name for what it is. I agree. I agree, except for when my son is involved. Uh, educating Darian, easy one this week. Darian, you are contracted. Maggots gave it away. Ha ha. Mm. Thanks to a few nights of insomnia, I was able to catch mm. a few good shows. The Dark and the Wicked. Finally got a chance to watch this, and it is amazing. Really enjoyed the atmosphere. Downrange. Have you seen Downrange, Monica? Uh, which one was that one? Uh, serial Sniper. Starts picking off the kid, blows oh. the kid's car. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. That was a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Love the effects and the gore, and one of the few movies that you don't actually hate any of the characters that are going to die. I enjoyed that most. Everyone's actions weren't your typical stupid mistakes, but they still died because they were up against someone better prepared. Mm-hmm. A high point was when the line of dialogue that explained how the army brat knew how to do things but she was a complete idiot at the end when she stopped in range and not under cover. Scary Movie has a perfect line for that moment. Run, bitch, run! I will say I laughed at the last girl's death and saw it coming. You're next! Another fantastic movie that, again, one line of dialogue explained how the final girl knew what was going on. Random Acts of Violence? I started this one. Have you seen this one? Which one was this one? Comic Book Artist. Uh, somebody's mimicking his uh, death uh, something. I feel like I've seen this I've, one. I started it a couple of times. Couldn't get into it. This was a fucked up premise, but really twisted just how I like it. Serial, case, serial killer bases his kills on a violent comic book, and the killer slasher man enjoyed, enjoyed it all the way through and thought the ending was great. Mayhem. I like Mayhem. Really fun movie, kind of a mix between zombie, oh, the comedy yeah. of Zombie Land, and the violence of the Purge. Enjoyed Samara Weaving. Downside, still don't get to see her boobs. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Still looking forward to planning a game night, and I do still have a little bit of moonshine <clears throat> to share. The 
though that is going fast because it's absolutely delicious and i wouldn't mind getting into an rpg game they're much more fun as adults when you drink when drinking is involved hope everyone had a great week mm. catch on the flip cowboy so cowboy actually watched run bitch run no that was the quote from scary <gasps> oh okay so i liked run bitch run i know i, I want somebody else run. to see that too i, I wasn't mad at it at all cowboy all check right. that one out it's fine it's good it's, i mean it's not the best thing i've ever seen but i wasn't mad at it looks like we got ourselves a voicemail here kiddo Ooh. Let's get down to the dirty, funky, mosquito-ridden Southland that is Alabama with our main man, the forensic pathologist of people that call into the podcast. Here comes Mr. Alan Chacha. Padded room, what's up? What's Hope up, everybody's Alan? doing good. Maybe the gang will be back together. I don't know. Darian and the solo shows are good. Thank you very much. Um, as far as educating Mr. Darian, would you be um, I think it's contagion, contagious? Contracted. It's that movie about the zombie STDs. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, hope everybody's well. Talk to you all later. Bye. Very cool. Thanks Bye. for calling in, Alan. You got me. Motherfucking, I made it too easy, didn't I? It was the maggots and the pussy. That was the that was the giveaway. That was son of a bitch. All right, that was. I got to stay away from the uh, the. Te- I thought I would throw everybody off because I was gender ambiguous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I said my girlfriend. I know she did have a girlfriend. I didn't say I was female. Okay, all right, whatever. Monica, that's all I'm... we got on the horror or the uh, listener mail, kiddo. You, do you have anything for Alan or Kevin or Cooper or Cowboy? Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thanks Co- for still listening. Cooper, I got a shirt ready for you. I'm going to fire it off um, whenever I do, don't forget to take it to work with me. <laughs> that's, the be- that's the best I can do for you, my friend. But in the meantime, keep enjoying. Keep listening to the show. The Padded Room 2011 at Hotmail.com is where you get us on the email. Or if you want to be real creative, you call up the mental health hotline at area code mm. 775-387-0275. <laughs> Is Buddy back next week? I don't fucking oh, know what that okay. guy's up to. Are you kidding me? Okay. He's he's turned into the next Kevin Nets. <laughs> he's just globetrotting. <laughs> I know, and right? It's like weird. <laughs> we got strange beard sightings happening in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Tuscaloosa, Tennessee, and other fucking places. He's all over the goddamn place, Monica. Yeah. Out there being a jet set all of a sudden. Must be nice. Motherfucking. And I, here I am, me. <laughs> And you, you're with our fucking microphones. Yeah. Let's get into a horror movie here, kiddo. Okay. We have contact. Starboard beam, 11 miles out, sir. Stand by to board survivors. Next man, let's go. Next man. We got three survivors, one's a woman. Try not to fraternize with the men. Some of them get a little strange. Strange isn't superstitious. Isn't strange. Best looking bad luck I ever saw. In the midst of war, the crew of a U.S. submarine... Hey, you're oversteering. Just getting some resistance, sir. ...is about to cross the line. Accidents happen, right? Maybe we're spending more time watching that broad than watching our backs. Mr. Bryce, we wanted to ask you about Captain Winters. What'd you tell her? The story... This submarine isn't a good place to keep secrets. Their senses betray them. Their 
minds deceive them. Their fear surrounds them. Just how much longer can we not say what we're all thinking? I don't believe we're alone down here. This boat is cursed. I think we should all just take a deep breath. Yeah, baby. It is below from 2002. Mm-hmm. I am a bit... Have you seen this before, Monica? No, this was my first time Mine watching too. it. And to be honest with you, I'm a bit embarrassed at not having seen this before because I thought this was a really good show. I found mine on one of these fucking things, these midnight oh, uh-huh. $8 fucking movie <laughs> things from Walmart. Uh, what else is in this thing? Let's just take a look. I have uh, The Legend of Sorrow Creek. Uh, Prom Night, the uh, no, excuse me, I am Omega, Evil Bong, Meridian. Huh. Meridian has the only, uh, no, I don't think it's the only, but it's got probably the hottest Sherilyn Fenn sex scene oh. ever. It is goddamn banging and decadent <clears throat> evil. How the hell below ended up in with this motley crew of movies i have no idea hmm. uh but it's below it's from 2002 got 6.1 stars on imdb directed by uh david tuhi uh written by lucas sussman and darren arnofsky so already we've got some star power behind it stars bruce greenwood david crow and holt mccallany Mm-hmm. Does that name ring any bells? Yeah. At first, I as soon as I saw him, I was like, that, oh, that guy. He's got But of, you don't know his name. He's been in every other fucking movie. <laughs> yes. But it, you say Holt McCallany and you go, what? Who? Yeah. But as soon as you see his face, most notably uh, memorable, <laughs> I think, from Creepshow 2, in which he played the... Uh, he oh. played the Native American. Yeah. And they tanned the fucking shit out of him for that role, which is uh, probably inappropriate in a weird way i don't know um but he's in it bruce greenwood i hate him why do you hate him he always plays a bad man he plays a motherfucker he in every movie as soon as you see him you're like that's (laughs) your problem right there whatever he's up to uh i remember him most vividly as gerald burlingame from gerald's game Oh, him and that other guy look like brothers what other guy uh the dude from happy gilmore that oh, bad man Shooter too. McGavin. Yes, yep. they are like they, the he, assholes of he movies. He plays a fucking asshole too. Exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> so this movie starts with a uh, uh, some survivors lost at sea. And they're just out there in open water. We can't see how many there are, but a plane flies over them. And they manage to catch the plane's attention. The plane is running low on fuel, so it just drops a coffee thermos. Out the window, and they've inscribed a note in it that says, low on fuel, we'll send hope. Mm-hmm. If I'm the ones in the ocean, I don't care how fucking low on fuel you are. You need to park your ass and get me the fuck out of here somehow. Mm-hmm. Really, though, that was like a C-130. You can't land that on the on open water. Regardless, uh, now we're going to cut to probably a couple thousand miles away where the USS Tiger Shark a, submar- a U.S. submarine uh, in August of 1943 gets the telegraph that there are survivors adrift and they need to turn around and go pick them up. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're going to meet some of our characters. We have Lieutenant Bryce, played by Bruce Greenwood. He is the commanding officer of this uh, submarine. 
We also have Lieutenant Loomis, played by Holt McCallany, uh, who is probably actually running shit uh, as opposed to yeah. uh, Bruce Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a couple of other officers. We'll get to them in a second. So they're like, ah, shit. We were so close to being done with this mission when we were headed home, and now we got to turn around. It's another day. So we're going to miss out of here if we go back and get them. Yeah, well, orders are orders. So they quickly decide that they're going to turn the, the boat around, the submarine around, and go pick up the survivors. Uh, while we're doing that, we get to meet some of the crew. Mm-hmm. We have Jason Fleming in the house. You'll remember him from uh, Snatch. Uh, what was that? Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He played uh, Doctor Jekyll. Uh, he's that's another dude. Uh, a face you'll recognize. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, there's that guy. Yeah, that Any, guy. Anytime you need a sickly looking Englishman, you go with Jason Fleming, <laughs> right? And on top of that, uh, just next to Jason Fleming, you have Zach Galifianakis. Monica. I know. When I saw him, I was like, wow, that's a young that one. That is Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Complete with full beard yeah. and scraggly hair. Yeah. He looks exactly like Zach Galifianakis. And in a weird way, he kind of plays Zach Galifianakis. He's in this movie, too. He plays a guy by the name of Weird Wally. They call him weird because he does a lot of reading. Apparently, reading was weird. <laughs> 1843. What are you, some kind of weirdo with your books? Uh, anyway, that's yeah. Th- there's other guys, and we'll get to them in a second. But those are some of the more notable names of uh, the crew members here. So they get the submarine turned around. Uh, they head back to where the survivors are. We also have a younger uh, officer, Lieutenant Odell, who I don't know who played this guy, but he was a handsome devil. Whatever. Matt his- Davis. Matt Davis. Yeah. Don't ask me who the fuck he is or what he's been in since then, because the name doesn't ring any bells. But uh, he's a handsome devil, and he's going to kind of be our lead in this. Uh, They get back to where the survivors are. They get them hooked up. They bring them into the submarine. Get them checked out. What we've got here, ladies and gentlemen, is three survivors in total. We have one uh, British gentleman. We have a female, pretty hot one, by the name of Claire. And then we have another guy who is badly injured and cannot speak at the moment. Okay, easy. Fair enough. Bring them inside. Uh, the female has to be kind of quarantined in a weird way because this is an all-male submarine and we don't want anybody getting handsy or, you know. Yeah, hey, weird things happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I like to think that nobody would like overtly rape her, but I did see Alien 3 and I know how things can, can go awry. So it's probably best that we just keep her off somewhere away from all the rest of the hooligans. What's that look for? Alien 3. Yeah, remember Alien 3? Yeah. The prison planet? Yeah. Sigourney Weaver shaved her head and she still almost got raped. Oh, I... I okay. I'm just saying. I was like, who would want to rape Winona Ryder? Winona Ryder? Who's Winona... How did Winona Ryder get... <laughs> I don't... I was... <laughs> Wasn't that number four? That was four. <laughs> yeah, the and wrong she was movie. Hot. Yeah, she was hot. <laughs> I, th- I thought she was hot in that one. I would rape her in uh, Beetlejuice. Well, I'm not a rapist. I would... You pedophile. She was a teenager in that movie. I'm sure she was 18. No, she was. Of legal age. I don't know. She looked 18. All right, anyway. <laughs> Shit, I just got an action figure made out of me. <laughs> I'm going to be in uh, the next uh, Serbian film. Anyway, they bring him on board. Everything, everybody's kind of suspicious. Oh, hey, you see that they brought a dame on over from the She's a Survivor. Everybody's kind of all you know up in arms about it. 
uh, we find out a few things. Um, the ship that these these survivors were on was a British hospital ship, uh, not a combatant vessel. So theoretically, as per what would become the Geneva Convention, they should not have been a, they should not have been fired on. Uh, once we get their story, we find out that they were hit by one torpedo, which cracked the hull in half, sank the ship. Um, after that, pretty much anybody that survived the initial explosion and sinking of the ship basically died at sea, with the exception of these three, who were mm-hmm. clinging to life at the point which we rescued them. Immediately, Lieutenant Odell, the handsome kid, is like, this whole thing sounds very fishy to me, man. I don't know about any of this crap. And it is fishy, to be sure. I mean, I don't know anything about naval warfare per se, but he's like, well, you know, protocol for a submarine is that you just keep blasting it until it's completely sunk. So probably wasn't one of ours. So it's kind of weird. And uh, off the bat, the the British guy and Claire, the female, are acting suspicious. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're like wanting to get out of their quarters and go look around the ship and what's going on. And uh, at one point, Lieutenant Bryce, Bruce Greenwood, catches Lieutenant Claire, or uh, not Lieutenant, uh, Claire, the mm-hmm. female, telling the other guy, the, the really messed up guy, not to speak. She's like, don't talk, don't say, don't say a word, don't say a word. So that's kind of weird. As that's happening, this is a submarine. They have submerged, Monica. Mm-hmm. Above them, they catch, up a, they catch a sonar ping from a German vessel. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the vessel that they're supposed to be like tracking. So they're like, oh, shit, deep, dive deep, dive deep. Everybody shut the fuck up. We're going to, you know, basically the Germans are right above them mm-hmm. as this is happening. So everybody shut the, shut the fuck up. Everybody's being super quiet. Uh, no, they're like turning off the fans and the radios and nobody's talking on board. Very cool. Uh, all of a sudden, a record player starts mm-hmm. like out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's playing big band music. Mm-hmm. Everybody runs to go find the record player mm-hmm. before the, the Benny Germans Goodman. Find. Benny Goodman. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Um, fucking A, the Germans found him. Or mm-hmm. I don't know if they found him or not, to be honest with you. Regardless, the Germans above just start releasing depth charges. Mm-hmm. Uh, these big barrel explosives that are going off. Bang, 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 bang. Blowing everything to shit. Uh, the submarine doesn't get too badly damaged in this. It does kind of get rocked back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a little bit of damage, but not to the point where we have any kind of a catastrophe on our hands. They decide that once the Germans have passed, they're going to turn around and haul ass, get back to Connecticut, where they can uh, unload the survivors and everything's cool. But this does lay a layer of suspicion amongst the uh, officers as to what the how the fuck that record player got turned on at the most crucial moment when it should not have been turned on. Right. So naturally, their suspicion turns to the survivors that they just picked up. Mm-hmm. Claire was present and accounted for. So was the, the Englishman. Everybody else is looking around. What the fuck with that record player almost blew us up? Oh, shit. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, so now we have to think about the guy that doesn't talk. So... Lieutenant Bryce goes running in there. What the fuck with this guy? Uh, he sits up and he's like, I mean Schleiben, he's a fucking Nazi, this dude. Monica, that's the problem. And now they're like, hey, what are you doing bringing a Nazi on our ship? Claire was like his nurse on the hospital ship. And yeah. she's like, hey, 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 you motherfuckers. He, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're 100% right. He's a Nazi, but... He's badly wounded, and he's got a family, and he just wants to get back to his family. So 
Everything's cool. Unfortunately, in this conversation, which is very tense, by the way, our Nazi friend decides to reach for a knife, which causes Lieutenant Bryce to blow his fucking brains out. Mm. Boom. Uh, fair. Yeah, that's fair. One down. Hey, don't reach for a knife. Don't do that. You know, you're you're on a hostile ship. Uh, you're already fucked up from whatever the hell explosion or war or whatever. Uh, don't do that. Anyway, our Nazi friend is now out of the equation, which mm-hmm. sucks. Now, everybody's right pissed off at Claire for bringing a Nazi on the ship and not saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. There, kiddo. So everybody's like, oh, you fucker. Now, this is where things get a little stupid. Claire is confined to quarters, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, Jason Fleming and his right-hand man with the tattoos are given the task of disposing of said dead Nazi, which they intend to do when they break the surface later on that night. Uh, so they take him, they wrap him up, they uh, you know put him in a bed sheet and everything, and instead of getting him ready to dispose, they decide they're going to play the cruel prank of putting him in the rack underneath Claire with like some pencils holding his mouth open. And then as they walk by, they're like, and then Claire gets all freaked out. Oh shit, there's a dead guy underneath me. She starts screaming. Everybody comes running down there and oh shit, there is a dead guy underneath you. Mm -hmm. And those guys are fucking assholes is what it amounts to. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're fucking assholes. That's a fuck. Don't, hey, (laughs) I'm all for a practical joke. But when it involves a dead guy, I think that's where we need to draw the line. Don't be putting dead guys in weird places. You're, you're, you're judging me, Monica. I no, I'm just thinking if I already knew they shot him, I wouldn't. I would just go, oh, they put him under me. <laughs> Whatever. Well, yeah, but now they're making weird noises, you know. And let's be honest. Nobody wants to sleep in a room with a dead guy, do they? I don't know. The smell. The smell alone, Monica. And you're in a submarine. There's no fucking ventilation. No, you don't want any of it. Uh, that's nasty. So from there, they're like, okay, all right, we're going we're gonna to break the surface tonight, and then we're going to throw this fucking dead guy over. So they start heading to the surface that night. Unfortunately, our German friends are back. They're like, oh, no, we're not breaking the surface now. Back down, 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 down. They go mm-hmm. all the way down. Germans come back by this time. They're, they have these weird grappling, naval grappling hook things. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't know if that's even a thing. But it's nasty. Maybe it they was just, back then. They just drag these hooks mm-hmm. with chains, scouring the ocean floor for submarines. And if they catch a submarine, they won't even know it because they'll just drag it mm-hmm. and fuck it all up yeah. as they go. And that's exactly what happens, dude. They, Pretty cool. They wreck the fuck out of this American sub. Um bust a hole in the hydrogen uh tanks, start it starts hemorrhaging oil pretty bad. Uh, they, it, it rips a hole in a couple of the upper compartments, but luckily our, uh, semen, no pun intended, managed to seal it all off before Mm -hmm. it creates a real problem. Uh, so that's nasty. And again, we have to be super quiet because they don't want, we don't want to be found. Luckily this time the German vessel just keeps on going, which is good. Bad news. We've got holes all over the fucking sub all of a sudden Mm -hmm. and we're hemorrhaging oil. Mm -hmm. Now this part is particularly nasty because... We have the, the the holes in the sub, which have been sealed off, and we, we're not, like, stuck or anything. We can still resurface, but we have to find out where this oil leak is coming from. Mm-hmm. So Odell, along with Jason Fleming, Zach Galifianakis, and one other random officer, decide that they're going to go into – they have to scuba dive mm-hmm. out of the main hole mm-hmm. into – the like the the seepage area <laughs> that's pretty nasty yes it so, is. so while that's going on our claire our hot chick 
decides she's going to infiltrate the captain's quarters mm-hmm. and take a little sneak peek through the captain's log. Well, not the captain, the lieutenant, but we're going to mm-hmm. get into that in a second. What she finds out uh, through some very cloak and dagger stuff is that the captain, the lieutenant Bryce, Bruce Greenwood, was not the original commanding officer. The original commanding officer was a guy by the name of Commander Winters, and he died earlier in the patrol through mysterious means, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, while that's going on, we have our four guys in their full scuba gear up in the busted-ass part of the hull. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galifianakis and Fleming go off to fix the problem, while Odell and the other random guy go off to... I don't know, maybe look for another problem or something like right. that. Right. And while that's going on, Odell and the other guy have a conversation about what may or may not have happened to the previous commander, Winters. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the captain's log stated that they shot a, uh, they blew apart the uh, Nazi warship that they were looking for, mm-hmm. and Commander Winters wanted to go to the surface to try to collect souvenirs off the dead bodies. Fair enough. To be honest with you, I'd probably want to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, he got a little overzealous, fell overboard, and was immediately sucked into the turbines and was killed, and his body was never recovered. Right. Okay, that's fine. But the conversation that's happening between Odell and the other guy is that they went topside. Um, Loomis, our, um, our guy, the main guy, uh, along with Bryce, went up there. Uh, Winters wanted to collect the souvenirs, and they were like, no, we got to get the fuck out of here. A fist fight ensued, and somehow Commander Winters was killed therein and thrown overboard. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's nefarious to begin mm-hmm. with. I mean, that's like a murder at sea, but we're in a wartime situation. I imagine things happen in stressful situations. Yeah, easy to cover up. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, I get that. And it's not 100% uh, Loomis or uh, Bryce's fault, because if the guy was out of line, then he was out of line. So that kind of makes sense, but... Uh, it kind of casts casts some dispersion on Loomis and Bryce mm-hmm. because they were all too happy to abandon the survivors and head straight back home to receive their accommodations for blowing apart the Nazi warship. So things are a little fishy now, and we've got some uh, suspicions. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to cut to a very tense scene with Galifianakis and um, Fleming. There's like banging going al- along, mm-hmm. and they keep wanting to say that, oh, you know, it's just whales. Oh, there's things flapping against the hull of the ship. It happens when you're underwater. Uh, no, no, no. There's like It sounded like screaming to me, Monica, right? Yeah, it did. Screaming and moaning uh-huh. and not in like the hot erotic way, more no. like a painful yes. get off me kind of a way, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Uh, and now they're getting fucked with it. They think they're seeing like faces and the metal works and mm-hmm. things like that. Pretty fucking creepy. Uh, they all, those two decide to haul ass, get back in their scuba Mm -hmm. gear and get back into the main hull. Odell has a bit of a problem. Uh, basically a hammer falls from the ship's riggings and clocks the other guy right square in the temple and kills him outright in a weird way. But once that happens, he looks up and he sees like this weird face kind of floating in the metalwork. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, shit. So they all scuba dive back up. They get come back up. Everybody wants to know what happened. These guys are horrifically shaken. Mm, yeah. They just saw a fucking ghost, and the other guy is dead, and fucking fuck me anyway. But the good news is they got the oil leak fixed, and they shouldn't have a problem resurfacing. Right. Good on you, my friends. Mm-hmm. Well done. You did it. 
Yeah. All right. Even though we never saw it get fixed. <laughs> we didn't, but they said it fixed. Yeah, it was we fixed. Saw, okay. We saw them like wrenching on yeah. things and like hitting things with a hammer and stuff. <laughs> so, okay. Well enough. We're very, very good. Uh, so now we have kind of a weird situation. And I didn't draw the correlation just yet. Did you? No. Okay. Well, I mean, it was interesting that they mentioned earlier that the hospital ship was blown apart with one torpedo, mm-hmm. which was from naval protocol, not kosher with this situation. On the other hand, the the story is that they, they shot down the, the Nazi warship mm-hmm. with one torpedo, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a thought. I didn't, I, it didn't occur to me until later in the movie what was really well, I started having thoughts. Thoughts? But, it yeah. just gave you a little inkling. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we I have the ghost like, hmm, of the dead commander yes. coming back to fuck yes. people. We also have some other problems going on. Mm-hmm. So things are getting pretty tense now. Uh, the guys are really weirded out. Uh, Galifianakis, Fleming, and Odell come back and they're like, there is some fucking fucking fucked up fucking shit going on in this fucking mm-hmm. submarine, dudes. Yeah. And they're like, hey, get it together, seamen. We got a, we got a fucking job to do here. Um, so, yeah, it's getting, it's getting pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. Now, this part gets – this part I didn't fully understand. Maybe you did. They, I'm going to skip through a lot of this because this is an hour and 45-minute movie. But at this point, they're dealing with more and more mechanical failures, mm-hmm. more and more leaks. Things are just not going right. We find out that uh, when the hooks came through and mm-hmm. fucked them up, it somehow like smashed the rudder. Mm-hmm. So they can only go in one direction. Right. Which is not the direction that they want to go. Opposite. But if it smashed the rudder, then the rudder is stuck, which means theoretically you should just be going in circles, except they don't. The The rudder is smashed to that direction, but as soon as they do like a, like a 180, mm-hmm. then it rights itself, and then the submarine just starts steering itself mm-hmm. right back the direction that they came. Right. People are freaking right out. Yeah. Right about now because nobody can figure out where they're going or why or what the fuck is mm-hmm. going on. Everybody is thinking to themselves, this ship is fucking haunted. That's what I was Me thinking. Me too. Because we saw yeah. a ghost running around. Yeah. And it's quite possibly haunted by the, the ghost of Commander Winters, who's pissed off about possibly being. Well, I didn't on. think it was him. No. I thought it was the Nazis. The Nazis yeah. could be them also. Mm-hmm. So it's haunted by some. It's taken us right back to where we blew apart the Nazi ship, is what yes. I'm saying. That's a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This part I don't fully understand. Maybe you can enlighten me. Uh, the rudder is stuck. They're headed in the opposite direction in which they're they're trying to get to. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Bryce gets on the uh, intercom and he's like, Bright, uh, Captain to control room, uh, bring us about. No answer. Mm-hmm. Bring us about control room. Still no answer. Uh, Loomis goes to open the door to the uh, control room, which is like where everybody else in the ship is. And he's like, ooh, that handle's kind of warm. Mm-hmm. So he pops it open. Somehow, the entire rest of the crew, which comprised of probably a hundred guys, flash fried like that. Yeah. What the fuck happened there? I feel like. I assume. How that- do I explain it? I feel like that's exactly what happened to the ship, the first ship. Okay. And it was this ship was reliving it. Okay. That's what happened. I felt like they tried to do a half-assed job of like rationalizing it because the hydrogen levels were going up and down. Mm. And if you remember, there was that one scene where the guy was putting his cigarette out, but right before he put it out, it like flared up on him. Oh, yeah. So maybe there was like a gas leak. Oh. 
I felt like it was reincarnating over again. I like that a lot mm-hmm. better than my gas leak. Because <laughs> the gas leak doesn't really make any sense because there would be an explosion. And if it was big enough right. to incinerate the entire crew like that, mm-hmm. it would blow the whole submarine in half, wouldn't it? Yeah, pretty much. You would the think. whole inside, yeah, okay, well, would be fried. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you would think it would do more damage to the ship itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would kill everybody also. But anyway, they're like, oh, shit, everybody's dead all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So now, all of a sudden, we're down to Jason Fleming, Zach Galifianakis, Loomis, uh, uh, what's his name, the Englishman, uh, Lieutenant Bryce, uh, Odell, and Claire, mm-hmm. pretty much. So we went from a crew of about 150 to six guys. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's fucking fucked up. They go in there and they have to try to figure out what happened. If there's a hydrogen leak, they have to like tiptoe around all the dead guys, which is really gross. Now they're all possibly hallucinating, possibly being mm-hmm. fucked with by this paranormal situation. Uh, the sequence with the mirror I thought was pretty dope. Oh, yeah, that Did was pretty that? cool. Yeah. So Loomis has like an oxygen mask on to keep him from breathing in the, the mm-hmm. hydrogen. He steps in front of a mirror and he's like, oh, hey, that's a mirror right there. But the mirror is just like three seconds behind him. Yeah. That was pretty gnarly. Yeah. That's when I decide I'm going to go ahead and take off. I would have left. Yeah. So like he raises his hand, three seconds go by, and then his reflection raises his hand. He looks to the left, three seconds go by, then his reflection. Okay. All right. That'll do. We got to get this mirror fixed. It's on some kind of a delay or something. I don't know. I don't want it. Freaking me out. Uh, that's pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get back, and now they've surveyed the damage. And about this time, Loomis decides, oh, shit. He, while he was in, like, the chamber of the dead guys, he saw a, cap- or he saw a face. We mm-hmm. never really get that good of a look at Captain Winters Mm-mm. to say that it was him or not. But he saw something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, shit. Nope. I got to go. So he goes running out of there. He's like, he's still here. He's still here. And this crazy bitch decides he's going to go topside. While they're still submerged. Yeah. I don't think you can do that without flooding everything. I don't know how he did that. I don't know. But somehow he gets outside of the submarine, Mm -hmm. starts swimming for the surface, and manages to catch himself on like a jagged uh, bulkhead or something that's sticking out and basically impales himself. Mm -hmm. It's too bad. I was rooting for Loomis. He was my favorite guy. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. So that's fucked. We're now missing him also. So now really we're down to our two survivors. Uh, Galifianakis, Fleming, Odell, and Lieutenant Bryce. Now, at this point, we have to have a serious conversation about what the fuck is going on. And by the way, Lieutenant Bryce has gone bye-bye. He's officially checked out. He's like Mm -hmm. shining his boots. He's all getting ready for his accommodation. As the submarine is sinking and Mm -hmm. the systems are failing, and very soon we're running out of oxygen, the hull's probably going to be crushed by the water pressure if you don't suffocate first, which is probably your best bet. Oh, and on top of that, the heater just took a shit, so we're now going to freeze to death. Everybody's freaking out, trying to figure out how to get this shit going. I would rather freeze to death. If I had to pick between those uh, particular uh, ways of dying, I think I would try to swim for it. If I could find a way out. I'm not going to make it, obviously, but at least I'll... Yeah, the, the waiting... It's got to be the worst, right? Oh, well, if you freeze to death, you just fall asleep. You I don't heard, feel nothing. Right, but I heard if you suffocate, you actually get drunk off the carbon monoxide that you exhale oh. first. So then it's like a party all uh, of a sudden. 
Yeah, I'll still take hypo. You take the freezing? <laughs> yes. How miserable is it going to be freezing to death, though? So you're not going to know because by then you just go into like a coma state and right. fall asleep. But like that last half hour, <laughs> you're going to be freaking out, man. I don't want to. I don't want to drown. That's the worst. More part. to the point, and this is something that, like if I was going to do touch-ups on the script, uh-huh. uh, we're all going to have sex with Claire because we all know we're going to die. Claire, let's get it going. We got to stay warm, babe. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to stop being horny. So that's that's just how it's going down. Uh, so that's pretty gnarly. Now we, we sneak back into Lieutenant Bright. He's officially checked out. He's like polishing his shoes. We're trying to figure out how we can like appease the spirit of Commander Winters or whatever to get him to, fu- get him to leave us alone and maybe help us fix the ship. We sneak back in there. We check the uh, captain's log again, and we we get a little backstory here. So basically, uh, what happened was the real the real shit. What really happened was um, they found the Nazi vessel. They rose to uh, periscope depth. Uh, Lieutenant Bryce, our current CEO, identified it as a Nazi vessel. They opened fire on it with the single torpedo to start with. Mm-hmm. Rest were locked and loaded, ready to go. <clears throat> but all it took was one torpedo to blow the fuck out of that thing. So that was curious because um, a Nazi warship would be much more heavily armored, and it should have taken at least four or five <clears throat> torpedoes to actually sink it. So that's kind of crazy. They mm-hmm. go topside to see what's really going on. And that's where they find out, Miss Monica, mm-hmm. that they accidentally sank a British hospital ship. Mm. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fucking fuck. Now, yeah. Lieutenant or uh, Commander Winters tried to do the right thing. He's like, oh, we fucked up. Survivors, come on over here. This mm-hmm. is on us. This is our bad. Uh, Loomis, along with Bryce, along with that other random uh, officer that is, is already dead, uh, basically murdered Winters on the spot to keep him quiet mm-hmm. and threw his ass overboard. And then they were going to head back to Connecticut to get their combinations for blowing apart the quote-unquote Nazi vessel. Uh, they got about a day a day's worth of traveling out, and then they got the SOS and had to turn around and go back, get the survivors from the ship that they just blew apart. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking fuck me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is a son of a bitch. Uh, about this time, Galifianakis is on the radio, and he's like, hey, we got a, a vessel coming up. Mm-hmm. And Odell is like, oh, topside, right now. Let's hail it. Let's get the fuck off the submarine. We'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, Lieutenant Bryce has lost his mind. He's now, like, shooting. Mm-hmm. He's got his gun out. He shoots the shit out of the radio. He's like, I'm still in command of this vessel, you son of a bitch. And he's got like his dress Navy uniform on all of a sudden. I'm going to receive a commendation and you know, this is time of war and bullshit. Uh, basically, kind of a, they, they raise the submarine anyway. It breaks the surface. Uh, Claire runs out on the deck and starts swinging a flashlight around like, mm-hmm. hey, help me, help me, help me. Um, Everybody else goes to the armory and gets guns. Now, at this point, unfortunately, due to a flying hammer accident, the Englishman is no longer part of the equation. He's mm-hmm. dead. So that leaves uh, Fleming, Galifianakis, and Odell, and Claire, and Bryce. They go out there. That's where uh, Bryce basically uh, confesses to what actually happened. And then he shoots himself in the head, which is mm-hmm. great. Unfortunately, he managed to throw the flashlight off the thing the the other the other ship is like maybe what 
50 yards off the, the, the bow. Mm. So they, it could easily be spotted. Right. So Odell runs out there with a machine gun and just starts shooting it off in the air. And then after that, we kind of cut to the next day in which they've all been picked up. Galifianakis, Fleming, Claire, and Odell are survivors. Luckily, it's another British hospital ship that picked them up. Mm-hmm. So they're in good hands. They watch the ass end of the submarine sink, and then that's pretty much the end of your movie. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Below, Monica? It was pretty good. I loved it, man. Yeah. Great show. I it didn't was, see the ending uh, coming. It was suspenseful. Totally. Yeah. Uh, supernatural elements. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, mm-hmm. Fucking, I can tell, I've been on ship, on a military craft. I mm-hmm. spent six months aboard the USS Dubuque, mm-hmm. which is maybe the size of this house. Mm-hmm. And there's a battalion of Marines, mm-hmm. plus Navy personnel on there. Things get weird. Mm. Really weird. And I don't mean that in a gay way. Mm. Well, I mean probably some of that too. But <laughs> things get things get pretty tense, man. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It's it's a gnarly... It can... It can I couldn't do weird it. Things, weird things. I could on. not go in a sub. And, I would have a panic attack and probably flip out. Um, you do. Yeah, there's there's two options. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, really two. I was. I think I was 17 at the time. My options were the gym or church. Mm-hmm. I opted for the gym, mm-hmm. which is hard to do on ship because the boat is. Oh, up. yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. <laughs> uh, it's pretty weird. This is a great show. I highly yeah, recommend it. Definitely. Very suspenseful. Uh, supernatural elements involved. Um, this is like, uh, it, it reminded me a lot of Blood Vessel without all the hokey vampires. Oh, stuff. okay. Um, Subferatu, hmm. except yeah. this is good and no. Subferatu is bad. Blood Vessel was Blood better. Blood Vessel was better than <laughs> yeah. Subferatu. Yeah. Much better, yeah. Uh, definitely worth checking out, Inmates. I'm yeah. sure you can find it out there. I got it in one of these goddamn Walmart. I never even heard of this me, movie. I've been sitting on this for mm. like uh, four years. Never watched it. I'm glad I did this time. Glad I, I hopefully some of you guys will go check it out because it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, you finally picked a good movie. I did it. <laughs> I did a good one, Monica. Woo! Mark the date and the time. Darian picks a good one. <laughs> All right, we're going to take us a break. We'll come back with some other stuff.
Like what you hear? Head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the Patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some T-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Now we are back, my we dear. We are back. Alrighty, Monica. Yes. If I'm stuck on a haunted submarine with you, mm-hmm. um. I feel like our best bet is to load ourselves into torpedoes and shoot ourselves. I mean, it's, it makes sense, right? Oh, okay. You take the explosive tip out. Uh-huh. Uh, I prefer my own torpedo, just for my own privacy purposes. I don't know which way I'm going to go. But we can load each other into torpedoes. Uh-huh. We'll shoot each other off. Uh-huh. And then we'll eventually, once the, the, you know we run out of propulsion, then we'll just surface oh. and we're good to go. Nobody thought of that. We will surface. I think. We Won't we die of decompression? That's it's a possibility. <laughs> I don't want to die. I'll just die on the ship. Uh, I'll freeze to death. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you really want to deal with dead Nazis? I don't. Uh, I don't want to deal with live Nazis. I could just say, "Hey, I'm Hungarian." Oh, you're going straight to the you're going straight to the the camp there, sweet pea. Probably. Well, so am I. American. They're like, "You're a brunette with tan skin." Oh yeah, you're out of you here. Yeah. Off you go, there, fuckface. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure we're gonna get canceled for that one. That's all right. We've been looking for a reason to quit for a while. <laughs> okay, kiddo. Uh, you ready to do a little? What are you looking at? Yeah. Me too. I don't have much of a list this week. What are you looking at? How about Shook from 2021? Mm. This one just hit Shutter this week. Mm-hmm. Um... 
it. I'm, uh, so I feel like this is where we're going with horror. Mm. Like this is the third movie in as mm. many weeks that I've watched that mm-hmm. has involved a Instagrammer or a YouTuber <sighs> or a uh, influencer or some mm-hmm. kind of a internet celebrity mm-hmm. and uh, them being fucked with. Mm. And I feel like that's that's the direction that we're headed in. Oh, now sometimes it works, like with Host or Unfriended or. Where you can keep us in the re- in the realm of the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, other movies like this one, Dead Con, in other shit shows, mm. not so much. This one actually was not that bad because uh-huh. it while it while the, the the main girl was a Instagram influencer and she was like you know having followers and she's mm. like vying for more followers and she's mm-hmm. getting makeup endorsements and shit like that. Basically, this one boils down to a run of the mill slasher. And in that regard, it was not that bad. But it, you, you have to be able to tolerate all the insta horse shit to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So if maybe I'm too old, maybe I just think it's all stupid. Maybe I just. Uh, I feel like I've heard this storyline before. I'm sure was this an American horror story? Um, or am I thinking of an actual movie? Well, DeadCon was pretty much the exact same thing. Well, there was a chick that was a YouTuber. Yeah. And somebody had committed a murder. Okay. And tried to blame her for it. And they told her to stay off the air, but she kept going on there promoting her makeup videos. Oh, my God. Okay. DeadCon was the one where she was a, a YouTuber and she checked into the haunted hotel room. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that it's one. It's not that good. Mm. This one is more or less the same. It's not a haunted hotel room. It's somebody, a slasher type of a situation. Mm. But then there's a twist, and there's another twist, and then a retwist to mm. the first twist. It's it's not bad, but you do have to sit through a lot of selfies oh. and a lot of hot makeup talk and a lot of, uh, oh, my followers, it's all about me, 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 me. So if you can if you can tolerate that, that's probably about a good thirty first thirty minutes of the movie. If you can get past Jeez. that, the slasher part is pretty good. Okay. If you can tolerate the original nonsense, hmm. that's all I'm looking at, kiddo. What do you hmm. got? I just checked out the new Judd Nelson movie, The Girl in the Basement. Okay. Which was based on a true story. Uh, Hans Fritzl? Yes. Oh, yes. He rapes his daughter and stuff. Do you? Are you uh, still hot for Judd after that? I'm very upset with him. When did this movie come out? It, it just came out like just a few days ago. How does Judd look? Uh, his head is shaved. Okay. And I was like having a really hard time with him playing a father, okay. like a 50, 60 year old father. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I was like, "Mm, if I was sleeping with him, that's who I'd actually be sleeping with him, not John Bender. (laughs) You know what, though? If you think think about the original Brat Pack, Uh I don't know where any of the rest of those guys are, except for Judd Nelson. Michael C. Hall, or, god damn it, Anthony Michael Hall. Uh I don't know. Uh, Ali Sheedy, Molly Ringwald. Um, well, Rob Lowe is doing Ad- Atkins commercials right now. Okay. I never liked him, but I have to say he still looks good. Andrew McCarthy, Gone in the Wind. Oh, he's doing B-movies. I don't think he's doing any movies. <laughs> I think he's going. I think he's uh, in- selling insurance or something. 
Uh, although, really, I don't think any of those guys are still working, except maybe Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, yeah. Good he's, for him. He's banging out the B-movies. Keep, it, keep him coming, Judd. Love you. And then I watched The Girl in the Box, which I forgot the real guy's name. But this was an actual couple that okay. kidnapped girls. Okay. And he kept the girl under the bed. Was it in England? No, it was here okay. in uh, Oregon. Oregon. Oregon and California. Um, and his wife actually is the one that testified against him, and he got a life sentence. Good. Fuck that guy. God. Keeping girls under the bed. Yeah, I know. He was into S&M. So I'm like, God, even though you're not getting raped, you're getting the shit beat yeah, out of you. Dude. What's worse? When, when, did sec- when was sex not good enough anymore? You know what I mean? Well, the wife was always jealous. Well, get the fuck out of there. Come on, man. Yeah, what was it called? Yeah, they put a box over her head to begin with. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you don't know the story. If I told you. I'm sure if you gave me a name. uh, The girl in the box in 1977, a young couple. Oh, come on. Kidnapping. uh, Why doesn't it say the name? She was a sex slave. Come on. Eugene, Oregon. Cameron that Hooker. Surprise me one bit. Yeah, Cameron Hooker was the name of the guy. The guy? Yeah. Not ringing any bells immediately. Yeah, he kidnapped 20-year-old Colleen, and he had her under the bed for a couple years. Ugh. Yeah, can you imagine that? And he had her convinced that she was part of the um, the slave industry. Okay. And if she tried to escape, the they would come and find her and do horrible things to her. I'm like, how does someone get brainwashed like this? Yeah. And what are you doing to me right now? Like, she even had How's a chance. How's it going to get any worse than this? Yeah, she had a chance to escape when he took her out in the woods to help him uh, cut wood. Yeah. And he got injured. She could have ran off. I would have. I like to think I would have. I don't know. I don't know. That's all you got, kiddo? That's all. Nice. Let's get into a little immersion therapy. I think you have. I think you mentioned it to me before. Cold skin. (laughs) Immersion therapy. So it's not a bad show. Um, it's basically I Am Legend with fish people, I felt like. Oh, okay. I never watched this one. Okay. It's, okay. it's not a bit. So basically you have these two lighthouse keepers. And every night or every other night they get besieged by this army of fish people. Oh, I did watch this yeah. one. Never mind. I yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I get that part. Uh-huh. And I didn't think it was a bad show. What I don't get is the part where they have the friendly fish girl who's there and she's like helping them and taking care of them. And occasionally, and then you have that weird scene where the one of them is banging the fish girl, which is particularly strange because I don't <laughs> think human and fish inter- reproduction systems work the same, which is particularly bizarre. But this one's okay because we put a sweater on her. The rest of them are going to try to kill us every single fucking night for the rest of our lives. <gasps> Um, 
I, li- I like the concept of it. I like the fish people. I thought the fish people looked pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I like the siege aspect. The only thing that threw me off was where they had like the pet. The and then they the, their explanation was, oh, she's their queen. They're trying to rescue her every night. Uh, okay, <laughs> they're doing a shit job of it. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't remember the storyline very well. I mean, it was a dark and gloomy movie. It was. Yeah. It, yeah, it was. I just. Uh, I don't know, man. I felt it was very Lovecraftian in the fish people aspect. I felt like you could have you you could have like made them more monstrous. I think because I mean, in a weird way, the 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 pet the fish girl she's kind of hot in a weird way, right? I don't know. You have a thing about I, fish people. Something about fish people, man. I feel they need to be more fishy and less peopley. If you want them to be scary. But if you want them to walk around and stuff, I don't know how you can make them evil fishy. I don't know either because then they wouldn't be able to come out of the water, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. you got to have legs. Yeah. And if you're going to have legs, you might as well have boobs. <laughs> and if you got boobs, you might as well come on in and let me buy you a drink, sweet pea. Uh, let me tell you a story or two. <laughs> you're looking good there with your scales and everything. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's It's not a bad show. Uh, I just don't understand that particular aspect of it. Why they had had their own uh, fish person helper, and the the old crusty guy who was running the show, like he was protective of her. Okay, I get that. So she's on on our on our team, but then the the big explanation is that she's their queen. If she's their real and really she's free to run about the island, she could have just swam off back to her people at any time. Yeah. So just go and tell them to stop attacking us. And if you want to come hang out from time to time, come on up. Yeah, I don't understand what the point of that was. I don't get it either. I don't understand mm-hmm. that point. I like everything other than that. I liked, and the, the sex scene was kind of wacky too. I don't know. I don't know where you get off having sex with a fish. What are you doing, huh? Is that? How, I, I know you get lonely. You're a lighthouse keeper, but come on. Come on, man. Well, how do you have sex with the mermaid? You don't, because they don't fucking exist. <laughs> Either that or it's all oral. I don't know. I don't know what they're into. <laughs> mermaid sex, 101. You need a toolbox and a fucking magnifying glass and a snorkel. All right, kiddo. Uh, it's not bad. If anybody else has seen this movie, I would love to hear your take on it. The mm. Padded Room, 2011 at Hotmail.com or the Mental Health Hotline at area code 775-387-0275. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Last Moment of Clarity from 2020. This one stars Brian Cox and Samara Weaving. Uh, you can find this streaming on Tubi at the moment. Has something to do with a guy's dead girlfriend possibly re-emerging with a acting career and maybe she was killed by the mob or something. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes next week. But now, we have to, long overdue, possibly educate Miss Monica. Uh-huh. Oh, she's ready. Educating Miss Monica. Okay. Let me drop my clues on you from last week. Go ahead. Uh, 
I got in a fight with my girlfriend and had sex with a stranger in their their car at a party. And ever since then, I've been falling apart at the seams. Fingernails falling off. I got one gross eyeball. And uh, I can't get into college because I fucked off my weird plant experiment. And, uh, yeah, who might I be? I'm mm-hmm. contracted. Mm-hmm. I think I, I mailed that one in with the maggots and the pussy. Yes. Did you have fuck? That right. gave it away. That's what it was. All right. Monica, show me how it's done, you old pro. <sighs> okay. I tried to be very vague on this because okay. it's easy. Huh? Hey, look what I found. Clue number two. Why do people feel the need to look for someone in the attic? Three, old pictures. Four, gasping sounds at the antique store. Five, stuck-up high school bitch dies by falling down the basement stairs. Or did she really? Suicide by hanging herself in the hospital. Or did she? Seven, daddy's little secret comes to life. And number eight, but daddy will soon die by his own karma. This isn't a TV show. Is it? <laughs> no. Okay. Because it sounds an awful lot like American Horror Story Murder House. Oh. Oh, no. No? No. Okay. No. Why would I do that? I don't know. I just wanted to make sure. You pull shit out of left field all the time, kiddo. Okay. Think about that, inmates. We'll do the same and she'll uh, clue us in next week if she's still alive. You never know with this chick. She might die of diverticulitis or fucking blow of brain hemorrhage. Fish people might get me. Fish people could get her. She's got problems, kids. I'm not going to lie to you. She, you know she does. All right, inmates. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility. We also have a Patreon campaign running if anybody cares. PaddedRoomPodcast.com is where you find all of us. Anything you need to know about us or our affiliates at Horror for Dummies. In the meantime, for Buddy and Absentia. You forgot to mention what movie we're watching. Because I don't know what fucking movie we're watching, Monica. Join us next week for (laughs) Death Ship from 1979 here in Aquatic Horror from the Deep Month in Mm -hmm. the Padded Room. Yes, there you go. That being said, for Buddy and Absentia, Miss Monica in failing health, but looking good (laughs) in failing health. Uh, Horror from the Deep. Lovecraftian fish people, mm-hmm. uh, sex with said Lovecraftian fish people, mm. uh, lighthouses under siege, Nazi warships that may or may not have sank, British hospital ships that definitely fucking sank, mm-hmm. and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week. <laughs> For the first time.